0: Welcome to episode 206 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Episode 206, uh, once again we're taking on the shoulds today. Uh, we're going to talk about whether you need to have joint venture partners for your launch uh, and, and some tips on if you choose to do this or if you choose not to do this. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, Before we jump in, quick reminder, Hit The Mic Backstage is of course there and ready with all of your must have resources. So go to hitthemikebackstage.com to learn more. Um, We had some really cool trainings this month. We've got uh, Pinterest Ads training that got added. We're doing a Google Analytics training with our special guest expert, Brandi Lawson. Uh, Next month we have Val Geisler who's been on the show talk about uh, Google Apps for Business as our guest expert next month. Uh, Yeah, it's it's big, big, cool, awesome stuff happening in there. So if you have not yet joined us inside of Hit the Mic Backstage, now really is the time to do it uh, because it's getting better all the time. Cool? All right. I'm amped to jump in on this because I really like taking on these these shoulds, these things that sort of you hear over and over and over again that are must-dos, you have to do this to be successful, uh, and, and sort of turning those around a little bit and saying, yeah, these are a great idea if you fall into this category, but also you're totally cool if you do this. Uh, And so we're going to talk about joint venture partners today, uh, specifically around your launch. I think joint venture partners can happen in a lot of ways. You know, you can partner up for um, a whole separate thing. Uh, You can partner up for webinars. You can partner up uh, for a launch. You can can co-create a small offering. So first things first, step back from how you think about joint venture partners right now. Uh, It really just means working with someone else towards a common goal, whether that common goal is the sale of your program or their program or email list growth for either one of you or uh, an entirely separate business. I, in full disclosure, I'm a little weird on this topic because I don't do a lot of joint venture stuff for launches. I don't tend to do a lot of joint venture webinars for, for like social pro launches or anything like that. But I do have guest experts join me inside of Hit The Mic Backstage, as I mentioned earlier, uh, so that my Hit The Mic Backstage members can get additional information. And I can also highlight the people who are sort of in my little black book of, of must-know people. Uh, I also have an entire joint venture sort of business set up with uh, Brandy Lawson of Tech Girl. Dot com and, and we teach Facebook ads uh, locally here in town. We do, we do in-person workshops. Uh, and that's separate from either of our businesses. It's something we do together as a sort of third thing uh, to each of our things. So I do do a lot of joint venture stuff. Uh, I don't do a lot of traditional joint venture stuff for launches. So here's the thing. Traditionally speaking, joint ventures are a great idea for launches because... During your launch period, when you're sort of balls-to-the-wall promo, balls-to-the-wall valuable information, balls-to-the-wall getting your face out there super visible, it's really powerful to get in front of a new audience like a colleagues or, or somebody who is is adjacent to your business. So for me, and I'm going to use this as an example because it's easy for me, I am a social media and online marketing trainer. So, partnering with business coaches is really, really valuable for me because generally they speak about sort of organizing your business and you know, sales or or your overall marketing strategy or whatever, and I can come in and provide a specific component and some value in that space. Uh, so that i can help their clients in a way that they don't necessarily support their clients right now or their potential clients but generally speaking you want to share sort of an ideal client you want there to be a lot of overlap there that way if you're going to do this you're speaking to the right people you're talking to the right audience you're going and seeing the value you want to be seeing okay so that can be really valuable during a launch to go and speak to a sort of warm audience uh, especially in the form of like a webinar or a call or a whatever it gets you in front of maybe it's a video series, whatever. They're a little warmed because somebody they trust has recommended you. Somebody they trust has brought you in and said, hey, 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 this is my go-to uh, for X, Y, Z. That's really, really valuable. But it doesn't feel really great for everybody. And you hear this over and over again, if you want to have a successful launch, this is what you need to do. And the reality is, is that's not necessarily true. And I know I get a lot of emails and I have felt this way and said, you know, it just feels a little off to be doing this JV thing. I can't find a good fit in, in, in it feeling really sort of authentic and aligned with the same goals. So here's the thing, though. I want you to step back from that and look at this another way. Is it that doing a JV doesn't feel right, or is it that you haven't found the right people to do a JV with? Because I have, I was, for a very long time, very staunchly, I don't wanna do it. I'm not gonna. Which is probably because everyone told me it's a good idea and there's this weird rebel thing in me that says, everyone said I should do it, I don't wanna. <laughs> Which does not serve you well, by the way. Um, But a lot of it came down to not finding the right people. You know, When I met Brandy and we started working on our JV stuff together, it was awesome. It was a no-brainer that it was a perfect fit. But that's because we got along. We had a a very clear look at what our goals were. And so if you are avoiding this, I want to say don't necessarily avoid this just because you don't wanna. Instead, look at what might be keeping you from wanting to do this. Look at what might be standing between you and a successful joint venture relationship. If you do wanna do a joint venture thing and you do wanna go in and and try this out, then I want you to have some very clear things set up up front. A, I want you to make sure that you know really clearly the kind of person you wanna be partnering with, okay? Sort of a little woo-woo manifestation for you. If you don't know who it is you want to work with, you're not going to find them. I think this is really true about ideal clients, too. It's great to build your ideal client for your marketing, and we talk about that a lot. And I, There's a whole training on it in His Mike Backstage. But also, until you can sort of manifest them in your mind, you cannot manifest them in your life. So so the same thing is true when looking for JV partners. Figure out who it is, the kind of person, and get really specific. Your sort of ideal JV partner. The next step I want you to create, and really this is gonna come after you talk to a lot of people and you find somebody you wanna work with, be really clear what everyone gets out of the relationship. Be really clear why you're there, why they are there. Make sure everybody is getting a win. uh, And also be really clear about what everybody's responsibilities are. I think this is one of the places that JV partners really fall off the tracks is if you're not super, super clear about what I'm doing, about what you're doing, about everybody's responsibilities, and I don't just mean like have a quick chat, go, oh, yeah, you're going to cover, I'm going to cover, sweet. No, write it out. Have a really clear, documented expectation list so that when you're not doing something, they have the ability to go, no, 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 see, we, according to whatever, you're in charge of blah, blah, blah. Or you can say, hey, I see that you are, have Have you done that? You know? It gives you something to reference when, when following up. And so be really clear on the goals. Be really clear on everybody's responsibilities. Uh, and then be really clear on how you can gracefully move the relationship forward. Whether that's working together more, maybe that's stopping working together, maybe that's slowing down, whatever it is, be really clear with each other what needs to happen to transition the relationship in any way. And a lot of times, this is going to be most important for somebody who needs an out. Just, you know, sorry to dampen the mood, but it's true. You need to be really clear on on what your outs are, okay? Because if you agreed to do a, a webinar with somebody to launch your program to their audience, and they sort of say, okay, well, I can get 500 people on the webinar. Great. If it comes to be a day, two days before the webinar, and they've got 15 people signed up, you need to be able to walk away. You need to be able to be like, no, this, this isn't what was happening. Or maybe they haven't been promoing it, or whatever the situation may be. Again, that comes back to being really clear about it, what everybody's responsibilities and roles are. But knowing... Knowing where the out is, knowing where the sort of line in the sand is, so to speak, is really, really important. And so if you are going to do JV partners, make sure you have those in place. Now, if you don't want to do JV partners, that's cool too. You don't have to do them to have successful launches. I have launched several things successfully without doing JV partners. It's totally, totally possible. You just have to to find that new audience in another way maybe it's facebook ads maybe it's maybe it's being interviewed on podcasts maybe it's guest posting instead and i want you to really shift how you look at jv partners to to include other things to to see the replacement see the options that you have in partnering with people it doesn't necessarily mean signing up to handing over part of your brand and 50% of your profits to somebody then you make off a webinar. That doesn't have to be what it looks like. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater on this. Instead, look for the alternatives to get in front of their audience. Podcast interviews, guest posts, those are great, but also uh, maybe it's a, uh, you know, some social media shoutouts. Maybe you do it through an affiliate program. Maybe you do it through a a Guest posts swap, you know, I'll post on your page, you post on my page, and we'll sort of do a a blog hop thing. Whatever it is, find those alternative ways to get in front of that that audience. Another great opportunity is going to be something like Facebook ads, making sure they're really well targeted. LinkedIn ads, Twitter ads, Pinterest ads, if that's where you want to spend your time. Um, Google ads, whatever it is, find those other ways that you're going to get in front of those new audiences during that launch if you choose not to do sort of traditional JV partners because you're still going to need that fuel that cold audience love to have a really successful launch and ideally you're going to want to give yourself a little more time I think because instead of having a primed audience thanks to sort of a referral you're going to have to sort of build that trust so a little bit ahead of your your launch, that's when you're gonna need to be focused on your list building. That's when you're gonna need to be focused on providing an insane amount of value. So for example, I'm gonna be launching uh, another round of Social Pro in January. The cart will open mid-January. Uh, so I will spend the rest of this year doing a lot, a lot of webinars. And yes, those webinars also sell Hit The Mic Backstage, um, but a lot of it is list growth building that list, building that no-like trust factor now so that when I open the cart in January for Social Pro, you've already invested some time in me. We already have a rapport, we already have a relationship because I know I'm not going to be doing a ton of JV webinars during this particular launch. Now when it launches in the fall of next year, I will probably do more JV partner situations, but for this January one, I'm not. Just because of the timing and the way this one's structured and, and what I want to do with this one, it's just not happening this time. So I am preparing for that now. A full quarter before it launches. We're, we're three months out before that even the cart even opens. But I'm priming that now through list building. And that's what you need to make sure you're doing. If you're not going to have those JV partners, you need to see that audience growth And you need to find other ways to reach those cold audiences. And so again, that's gonna mean some forward thought and on your part as far as building your list and and getting in front of those people who are going to be ideal fits for social pro or whatever your launch is. Um, And also figuring out guest post opportunities, interview opportunities, whatever, your ad strategy. Um, maybe investing a little more in your Facebook ads, which for me, I can, I sort of think of investing in my Facebook ads as the same way I do as cutting in affiliate payouts or JV payouts. Because either way, I'm investing in my marketing. I'm investing in the advertisement of the program. So if you're not going to do JVs or you're not going to do affiliates and you're not going to have that part of your profit uh, taken to that expense, then you can invest that money instead in really well-targeted and executed Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads or Twitter ads or Pinterest ads or Google ads or whatever it is you want to use. Uh, so find find what it is that's going to get you in front of that cold audience if you don't want to handle JVs, if you don't want to do those sort of setups, then you need to find the alternative options, Okay. All right. That's today's episode. Thank you for listening. I would love to invite you to come over to Hit The Mic VIP over at thestacyharriscom slash VIP. I want to know your opinions. Have you done joint venture partners? How did it go? Why are you avoiding it? Share all that information there because we do learn better together. All right. Okay. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.